Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, you're listening to the Five Minute Talk Show with Phil Iazetta. We're bringing you today's best comedy and entertainment personalities. Now, your host, Phil Iazetta. Joining us on the Five Minute Talk Show hotline is a man who goes by many different nicknames Leaping One, Poet Laureate. I like the genius the best. I'd always go by the genius. Leaping Lanny Poffel, welcome. Oh, the genius is the best because that was the time that I drank from the silver chalice of success with four months of main events in the WWE. Okay, now Lenny, I, I hate to date you, but what year was it that you broke through? Was it 84, 85? Last part of 89 and the beginning of 90. No, your brother broke in right at the around the same time, am I correct? We came in on the very, very same day. And wow. uh, I owe my entrance to him. Got any room for my little brother? <laughs> and uh, well, not not on top, but uh, that's okay. I came in there. I didn't care if I brought the jackets back. I felt that you know, and uh, so I started. As a matter of fact, I did a. Uh, I lost a match in Madison Square Garden to Terry Funk, and uh, everybody says, "Wow, that was great." Of course, the reason it was great is because Terry Funk is great, and I just listened to him, and he led me, and uh, I love that guy, man. He's what a man. And um, everybody credits me for inventing the moonsault, but I invented it right after I saw Tiger Mask do it. Okay, and that was that was over that was over in Japan, correct? Is, is that where he wrestled? Because I don't remember seeing anyone or, or Mexico. He was uh, he was a big star in Japan and Mexico. Okay, and uh, now I when I went to Japan, they had a guy named Tiger Mask, but it was the fourth Tiger Mask. I knew of your dad back in the day you know uh, the great poffle back in the day so we we heard rumors that you and La- you and macho man were related but it was never really solidified it was kind of one of those things that people kept hush hush unless they were inside the business so when i saw your career i saw the moonsault i couldn't believe my eyes because i had never watched japanese wrestling or mexican wrestling before and that was the stuff as you said only lucha libre guys or mexican wrestling was doing what did the the scouts say? Because, you know, you mentioned guys like Terry Funk. I don't think Terry Funk did a moonsault until after he was 40. So what were some of the other guys saying when you when they saw you doing these moves? Why didn't you get pushed right away in 85? Well, I was just happy to be where I was because the money was better than I'd ever seen. And then uh, three months into my run, they put me on TNT and I did a poem, uh, Tuesday Night Titans. And uh, then says, oh, great, from now on you do a poem before every match. And that's, that's terrific. I got a chance to do that. In 1989, they made me the genius. And I had a four-month run of being the nemesis of Hulk Hogan. So it was um, my 21-year career, all of it as a journeyman was worth it for those four months. It's time for Bob Zaney in this week's Zaney Report. It's time for the Zany Report, uh, brought to you by BobZany.com. Amazon's Alexa has a n- new feature, uh, be able to plan date night. Only glitch when Alexa says to the husband, does she have to come? In Florida, a man has been arrested after police say he poured ketchup on his girlfriend while she was sleeping. Not the first time he's been in trouble with the law. In fact, he is an ex-condiment. And finally, got some good news and some bad news. 
Here's the good news. A South Carolina woman will be paid $200,000 for wrongfully being uh, charged with shoplifting at Walmart. Here's the bad news. She was shopping at Walmart. And there you have it. I'm on the Twitter, at Bob Zaney. Zaney Bob on the Instagram. Until next time, baby. Welcome back to the 5-Minute Talk Show. Our guest, Leaping Lanny Poffo, or the genius, if you will. Talk to me about the poems now. How did you manage to get new material every single week, sometimes twice a week? I mean, that's tough to write a poem, an original poem, every single week. Well, thank you very much, and I accept your compliment. Um, I, uh, the reason that I could do it is because it's my gift. You know, I can't do things other people can do, but I can do this. And uh, so I was really lucky that what I love so much is uh, I was able to utilize in the wrestling persona. And then it really got easy when I was a genius. Like I went to Boston and I, and I said, my name is Lanny Poffo. I always know what's up. The Bruins haven't got a chance to win the Stanley Cup. The Red Sox haven't won in years. I hope they never do. The Celtics are a travesty. The Patriots are too. Then the next town is Omaha, Nebraska. I say a nasty poem about the Cornhuskers. You know, wherever I went, I got, I got what they call cheap heat. Wait, I got to stop you with Boston because I think I remember that. Didn't you get attacked in Boston? I got attacked and I... And I never gave a sucker an even break. I caught him coming through the ropes, and I, <laughs> I sent him a flying. Now, Lenny, when you and Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning got to start working together, there you know, a lot of stories behind the scenes, good and bad, about Kurt. But inside the ring, one of the best technical wrestlers, and also behind the scenes, one of the great pranksters in the business. What was it like to work with Kurt Henning? Well, you're not going to hear any bad things about Kurt Henning from me, okay? Because I'm... Uh, I happen to love the guy, and I'm very, very sad that he's gone, just like I'm sad that my brother is gone. And uh, he was a, like you, just like you said, he was a master in the ring, and he was a lot of fun outside the ring. Um, I can't imagine anybody saying bad things about Kurt. I guess he got in a little trouble on a, on a plane flight. So, <laughs> yes. But, but, I, but I, wasn't, I, I wasn't on that flight, so I didn't know about it. Why has the WWE not come calling to you again? I mean, you were one of the best guys on the microphone. You could help these young guys a lot. Why have they not come calling? Well, I appreciate that. That's very nice of you. Um, They were very, very nice to me when I accepted the Hall of Fame for my brother in 2015. And I haven't heard a thing from them again. So I think they're done with me. When you look back at your 21-year career, what's the one thing you're most happy about avoiding? Yes, uh, the most important thing was I was never in a plane wreck or a car crash. And, uh, you know, that's very important. Um, I just saw the Ben Hogan uh, documentary, uh, you know, and he had to come back from multiple injuries, and he was a golfer. And I just saw it, you know, and I'm just, I was just talking to myself how lucky I was uh, never to get in a car crash. And, you know, I... I was on a lot of plane rides. You know, I'm just lucky to be here. Here's the difference between me and other wrestlers. They were all into pleasure, power, and possession. And a lot of them are either dead or dead broke now. And uh, me, I was into health, wealth, and freedom. Health comes first. Lenny, what about the steroids? You got you to gotta regret that a little. Um, I got away with it, but yes, it was stupid to do. And uh, I'm glad I got away with it, uh, but uh, it was the wrong thing to do. Putting in wealth before health is always wrong. 
did Randy know about the steroids or was it something he kept hidden? What what was the story there? Well, it was legal then. It, and it became illegal shortly thereafter. Listen, nobody did it to me. I did it to myself. Okay, so I'm not looking for somebody to blame. Like I say, I got away with it, and I do not recommend it to anybody listening. Well, it certainly was a different time, Lenny, that's for sure. A lot of guys were doing stuff that they wouldn't necessarily do today with all the stuff we know about it. Be sure to check out Lenny at LennyPoffo.com. Lenny on Twitter, it's at Lenny Poffel. Now, talk to me about the Macho Man. Randy Savage, one of my favorites of all time, I thought the guy would be around forever. I mean, is it hard to believe he's gone? Uh, first of all, the, the Hall of Fame speech he gave was amazing. I mean, it was a beautiful tribute to a guy that was gone way too soon. I mean, a guy I never thought would be gone. I mean, is it still hard to believe he's not here? Oh, yes. And uh, people say people thought it was a very good speech. But I said, hey, it was nothing compared to the speech that Randy would have given if, if they had done this for him when he was alive. And that's where the injustice is. Uh, they should have given him one last ooh, yeah. I mean, Ultimate Warrior got to do it. Why not Randy? You know, the whole thing with Vince and whatever the problem was, it's just a shame that that relationship was never patched up. I think they really missed something there because your brother was larger than life and he was such a huge part of that company. What is the one thing, because he never got a chance to to really say goodbye. So I'm going to ask you, what's the one thing you want people to remember Randy Macho Man Savage by? I I want people to remember that he wasn't just a great man. He was also a good man. And he was very unselfish and an excellent person. And he he gave a lot of his time and money to the Special Olympics and other charities as well. You know, a lot of the stuff that you guys did with charity, whether it be Special Olympics or what have you, what was the one thing that meant the most to you and Randy behind the scenes that not many people knew about? Well, thank you. But uh, Sue Aitchison finally got some credit for all that she has done in a lifetime of good work. She works for WWE, and she was the one that was coordinating everything with the Special Olympics and other charities. And she is the loveliest woman, and I'm finally glad that she got into the Hall of Fame. Um, You know, what an excellent person she was. And every time we did any charity at all, it was always through Sue Aitchison and the WWE. Lenny, do you think the WWE will ever call to induct you into the Hall of Fame? And if they do, would you accept? Well, first of all, they they are never going to do it. And the answer is yes, I would accept. Why would they never do it, Lenny? They would have done it already. Well, I'm going to keep hoping for you because let me tell you, you were one of those guys who left an indelible mark in anyone who watched wrestling in the 80s. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, I'm glad that there's a lot of organizations. I hope everybody makes money. It's their turn, and they deserve it. You know, the uh, All Elite and everybody, Ring of Honor, WWE, I hope everybody makes money because that means more wrestlers are going to make money and make a living and make a fortune. Be sure to check out Lanny Poffel both on Twitter at Lanny Poffel and LannyPoffel.com. Lanny, as always, thank you so much for the time. Be sure to check out 5-Minute Talk Show at 5MinuteTalkShow.com or on the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V.com. <laughs>
You've been listening to the 5-Minute Talk Show. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and keep listening at 5MinuteTalkShow.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a 5-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.